Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Duncan Jokester James McKay, and with me as always is Bronson Baby Brad Cornelis. <laughs> and uh, stationed in his tree stand up there is uh, Tanner Jaron Albertson covering himself with u- deer urine, which makes this uh, Hard Questions, the podcast. Bienvenidos. Si. Además. <laughs> hey, that wasn't too bad, Duncan. Gracias. <laughs> One day I'll learn a little bit of German and then we can talk. Sehr gut. <laughs> Eine Frau ist Bleistift. A woman is a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Welcome, everyone. It's like one of the three things I know in German. <laughs> <laughs> and Eine Frau ist Wasser. A, wa- a woman is water. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. One day we'll have a multilingual f- podcast. That'd be great. And nobody will understand anything because it'll be in so many languages. That's right. Not even us will understand. Mm-mm. Mm. No, mm. We'll, we'll get Slavic langu- languages in here. Yeah, we'll just call people in to like take parts of it, <laughs> and like they'll talk about different things, and nobody will have any fun, but we'll all have a great time. Mm-hmm. And we'll have the questions in English, so that when they're answering the question, it's valid in their language. Sure, but uh, no one will understand it. Sounds great. Next episode, then flawless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, please no. no. <laughs> all, all right, Duncan. Welcome, welcome home. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some stuff. Yes, let's. You start. Okie dokie. So, uh, I got a question for you. Okay. Is hunting necessary anymore in these days? Hunting is in, like, going out and killing deer mm-hmm. and stuff. Like being in a tree stand covering yourself in deer urine. Mm. Like, like that tanner. Way up there, <laughs> buddy, right? Hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting question. Okay. This is an interesting one. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But not all the way. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is an interesting one. Is hunting necessary where you go out and kill an animal, um, period, Mm -hmm. where you kill an animal? Yeah. And, I mean, from what I can tell... I'm I'm not really even sure if if my opinion is is more sway like more on one side of the coin than the other now that I've done more research because yeah I just don't know both sides have really good points yeah I don't know let's talk about those points a little bit let's do it so I have been hunting I went hunting once with my cousins we hunted an elk right um a whole production right mm-hmm. you know you got your side by sides and your trucks and you knew you got your guns, you got your camo, you got your backpacks, you got your flashlights and knives. It's just a huge list of things, right? It's not like, oh, my family's starving. Let me go sharpen this spear and jub jub, you know, <laughs> with his slanted forehead and his traject- and his understanding of basic, you know, trigonometry goes out and kills an animal. <laughs> it's not that anymore, is it, Duncan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, in, in fact, like the, the technology that we've developed in these days, it, it almost gets to the point where it's like, so unfair like it, it's so in the favor of the humans it's almost a little ridiculous sometimes yeah. if you think about it yeah you know? we'll talk about the technologies in a minute kay? yeah because yeah. they are really cool good deal but it is a good point like why <sighs> okay so animals are here and we should be using them mm-hmm. for certain things and to s- certain extents right yeah. do you agree with that oh yeah for sure um like milk mm-hmm. that's yeah. good for somebody i guess yeah. i don't know yeah. eggs people eat those things I mean, baking, cookie, cooking, 
cookies. Yeah. Um, fur to keep you warm. You don't cook cookies. You mm. bake them. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> Actually, do we need fur anymore nowadays? I think, okay, here's my, my two cents on the fur. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go to any place that is less than negative 15 degrees for, and you're going to be there for more than a, like a certain amount of time, you're allowed to have actual animal fur, which is like keeps you warmer than anything synthetic that we can make. Sure. That's m- so if you're going to like Antarctica, you're allowed to have a polar bear fur draped around your shoulders, <laughs> you know, or whatever. I don't care what, but Caribou. that's my, <laughs> that's my two cents on it. But in a society, especially in the society that we live in, it's, I'm walking from my house to my warm car and I'm going to be outside for 12 seconds. And then once I get out of my car, I'm going to walk into my work. That's a 30 second walk. And then we'll be warm all day. Those people don't need animal <laughs> fur yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Do you agree okay. with that? Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I So with the animals that we that we are killing for, like, um, for produce and stuff like that. Or yeah. Produce. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The vegetables. vegetables that we're killing and skinning and turning into clothing. Um, like a... Like the whole... The, b- the basis of a, like, a market. Like mm-hmm. a... You go in, they got their milk and their eggs and their butter and their meat and all that stuff, their right. cheeses. Those are what you're talking about, right? Right. And, like, to use the cowhide and not just throw it away, I think is, you know, that's great. I, I think if we are to kill any animal, we right. should use every little scrap that we sh- sure. that we possibly can. Yeah. And, and that's uh, where we get, like, hot dogs from and mm-hmm. McDonald's chicken nuggets and stuff. That's right. Every last scrap. That's right. <laughs> no scraps left behind. That little chicken foot looking, or not chicken foot, it looks like a boot shape thing. Okay, that's not natural. Chickens <laughs> don't have those on their body. <laughs> what, they don't have boot feet? <laughs> Weird. Shocking, right? I know. <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing this. Surprise. 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 Yeah. Surprise. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so hunting. Let's get back to hunting for a second here. Um, is it is it not governed enough? Do we allow too many people to go out and kill animals when they don't really have a purpose to other than hang it on their wall? What do you think? Oof, that's tough. I I So the the thing with hunting nowadays is it's it's become more of a a cultural pastime. Yeah. A, as opposed to like a necessity like you were talking about. Right. So and and I mean you might be able to save a little bit of money by going out and and getting deer meat or whatever from from saving a deer. But you also have to keep in mind buying a gun, buying a permit, buying ammo for that gun, buying the scent covers and all that stuff. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. So you're paying a lot of money to go out and kill something that you could just just as easily just go to the grocery store and get the prepackaged, you know, terrible for you meat, monitored, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 like the cow kibble fed beef or whatever right yeah um i don't i don't know uh it's a really weird line yeah like as we talk about it and as we have talked about it we're on both sides mm-hmm. literally we're on both sides like yeah. it's oh it's so strange because let me give you an example duncan mm-hmm. um down where my grandparents live in richfield there's a guy who has a farm and he raises elk okay mm-hmm. Um, and then what he does, like, like from birth raises them on this huge, like farm. They eat, they eat great. They have water, they have shade, everything they need. And then when they get to a certain point, he basically, people pay him money and they take the elk out into the wilderness and let it walk around for a little bit. And they like 
uh, simulate like a hunt, like a mm-hmm. real hunt that you'd have with an actual, you know, animal that's not mm-hmm. basically domesticated. Yeah. And then they shoot it, and then they get to keep that, you know, then they mount it on their wall and all that, and they pay him tons of money to do this. Okay. And this isn't just, you know, a one-time thing. This happens all over um, the all over Africa as mm-hmm. well yeah. where they have like zebra farms almost right where yeah. like people can pay to go kill one of these zebras that have been you know grown s- grown specifically for yeah. this purpose raised, raised. Yeah. yeah I mean um, what do you think about that is that more humane is that less humane like just growing something to kill it well I mean we do the same thing with livestock like chickens and cows and, and pigs right? yeah but I mean it's such an unnecessary like death in my opinion but th- there are some some upsides and and, and is it okay if I talk about some of those? Please, yeah, yeah. So um, I was I was resear- researching specifically the programs that they have going on in Africa, right? Okay. Now, like right the the zebras and stuff you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So By the way, Africa is a big country. We don't know exactly where. We're just going to keep saying Africa. That's okay, right. Keep going. Sorry. Like <laughs> the bush. <laughs> the <of> Africa. <laughs> yes. The the where the safaris happen, <laughs> which could be all over. I don't yeah. know. Never been. Um, but so. Apparently, that they they have these programs up where the the money that they can raise from one of those zebras being hunted is more than enough money to protect the wild zebras. So, yeah. y- y- true, you're still taking a life, and you know it, it's unnecessary. You're just kind of killing it for the sake of hanging it on a wall and patting yeah. yourself on the back for your simulated hunt. Yeah, but like the money, the revenue that they get, like they'll have lions and stuff that they'll raise. But the money that they get from those lion hunts is more than enough to to hire guards, to hire um, like uh, border patrol people to, mm-hmm. to you know to like follow these wild lions and make sure that no one's poaching them. Right. Stuff like that. that is super. We were talking about this as well. Mm-hmm. The poaching of um, rhinos, especially. Yeah. Taking their their tusks, mm-hmm. right? Which is a huge, huge, huge problem. But. Most, it's, this is crazy to me, most rhinos actually have escorts by mm. armed men. Yeah. yeah. Like huge escorts <laughs> of people that follow them around making sure that poachers don't kill them. Mm-hmm. Then they have to stay far enough away for them to like live their lives and for the people to be safe. But at the same time, I mean, these people have serious machine guns yeah. like <laughs> that, yeah. are, that are protecting these, yeah. these rhinos and other animals as well, elephants mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Right. So yeah. in that case, yes. Yeah. I'd s- go for it. I mean, if you're just going to raise a zebra and get money from it to go to that program, mm-hmm. I don't... S- that's a great way to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't s- know. Yes, I say yes, absolutely. My only withdrawal is, like, it's still killing. It is. And it's still wrong. Like, I would much rather fund it some other way. But since it does raise as much money as it does, and it, you know, it, it boosts the economy of Af- African, like, yeah. the Central African countries, I... I don't. I can't say I'd, I would take that away from them. You know, it is important. Yeah. It is big. It is a part of their economy mm-hmm. now, especially because yeah. if they want to keep the rhinos safe and not be extinct from yeah. poaching, which we are so close, by yeah. the way. Like, yeah, rhinos are right there. Ridiculous. Anyway. It's totally not even fair. Yeah, it's unreal. So, mm-hmm. real quick, mm-hmm. we were talking a little bit about technologies. You were saying it's not really fair for animals, and I'm wondering if it ever has been fair. I think it's been more fair in the past. Um, it because it. I mean, you think about Jub Jub and Tub Tub. Okay. Right, running with their spears. Yeah. Back in the day, well, humans could never really run. Oh, as far as we know, it run as fast as a saber toothed tiger could. Yeah. So if you're chasing an impala, you gotta either be able to like hit it with something that can go faster than you, or um, or be able to run as fast as the deer. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, it's just like, it's 
too too simplified in my in my opinion like in you know you used to have to track down the deer and follow it for like days and you'd you know like the indians would follow buffalo herds mm-hmm. and sneak up till like they were like five feet away with their tiny little bows <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like kill a buffalo and they'd only take two or three for the whole you know the whole clan right they wouldn't kill all of them <laughs> mercilessly and rip their hides off and leave them to rot come on white frontiersmen Gosh, those freaking white people what's wrong Jeez. with these anyway yeah um <laughs> so <laughs> i think in that regard so there's actually a principle called the principle of fair chase Kay. and uh, it's i think it's a, a protected law by the government okay so the deer cannot be at a complete disadvantage. In in fact, um, <laughs> the stuff you should know, guys, Josh and Chuck, they actually did a, an article called the safest way or the, the, the fairest way to hunt. Okay. And they, they talked about how the fairest way to hunt was with a, a, a knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you're going to kill a pig, kill it with a knife, right? Yeah. Like, Wrestle that thing, get in the mud <laughs> with it, yeah. <laughs> you want to you wanna earn your man card, kill a wild boar with a knife. Holy cow! That that's much more exciting than it is to go hunt down an elk and shoot it from you know three <laughs> miles away <laughs> or something. Sure. <laughs> something that's used to humans. It's like, oh, he's shaking a like a bucket of barley at me. I'm yeah. gonna come up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I'm a wall ornament. Orna- ornament. <laughs> <laughs> wall ornament. I'm a wall ornament. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's a it's a tricky topic. Right? It really is, and. W- we could talk about it for a lot longer, but I don't really want to because it's like, mm-hmm. it is a personal thing. Yeah. I feel like it's not one of those like completely black and white. Like there's two sides. Mm-hmm. I think it is very in between because there are people that go out and hunt and get food for their families and their families' families as well, because a big mm-hmm. animal will give you a lot of food. It yields yeah. a ton. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's great. As long as it's supervised correctly, as long as the, per- the correct permits are given, because mm-hmm. Um, the government, big the big government, they they pretty much know what they're doing. They can because what they do is they survey and see this is how many of this many animal we have left in this area, mm-hmm. but we don't need them to be above this number, but we also don't want them to be below this number, right? right? So yeah. we're going to allow mm-hmm. a few people to get permits and go in there and go ahead and hunt a few mm-hmm. of them, and it'll keep the population in check, right. and it also mm-hmm. be healthy for it too because it'll allow them to. You know, not be so used to humans, maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Um, so there are checks and regulations, and I think mm-hmm. uh, it, we have to be very careful. Yeah. Very careful as to not mm-hmm. overkill, literally, um, what we're doing, you know, in, in, yeah. in hunting. So that's my, that's my five cents on it. Yeah. And I, I just would add on top of that, you know, regardless of what you believe for or against hunting, just, just be respectful. Like the yeah. other day, something like, I'm not. I don't love killing even I'm a falconer, right? You know, I, I fly hawks and falcons and stuff like that. So I, I I'm well acquainted with death and killing little <laughs> things. Yeah. Right. And it, it never like brings, you know, I'm never just overjoyed to see something little die, but, and, and that's just me, but it, you know, if you are a hunter, a very avid hunter, my only advice to you or my only plea for you is just be respectful if you yeah. do take an animal, like I saw duck hunters the other day, I told you about this, yeah. where like they had shot a couple ducks and then rolled their heads up in the like their rear, like in in their back window, right? Yeah. So their bodies were just flapping in the wind. I'm like, that's that's just disrespectful. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know. If if you were shot out of the sky, you wouldn't want your <laughs> your body <laughs> flapping in the wind, like yeah. in your head hanging in the car. I don't know. 
just just be civil be be respectful be respectful for of, sure of nature yeah i mean yeah that's um, good that's I all and Sorry. when it comes to stuff like pita you know they mm. i think they overcook it a little bit i don't think it's very little circumstance that a animal should have more rights than a human mm. to me i think the only time that that applies is maybe to somebody who's um, you know, broken the laws like so severely that th- maybe they're going to be like on death row or something like that. Yeah. In that case, I figure there are many animals that probably have m- that should have more rights than that person because mm. we're going to be killing this human, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and there's many animals that don't deserve to be killed at all. You sure. know, so. Yeah. But as when it comes down to like just general, I don't feel like animals have more rights than humans. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to stay alive. Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have to be respectful. We, we, I don't think we need to be overkilling. Yeah, or unnecessarily killing yeah. at all. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> we probably just got a bunch of people <laughs> riled up. Yep. So okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about something interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a listener question. Thank you, Megan. Um, what mental effects does listening to music or videos? Uh, while sleeping have so I was thinking about this a little bit and I wanted to like back up and then go forward with this question okay, okay. you allow me to do yeah, that yeah. so um, Mythbusters you remember them yes back in the old days okay so <laughs> the Mythbusters did a a myth a test um, a long time ago probably in the 2000s like like 2002 maybe <laughs> which was a long time ago anyways yeah. what they did is they had they tried to go grow pea plants okay and they had four separate little greenhouses on the roof of their building and they gave all the pea plants like the same amount of water same amount of nutrients um as all the other ones right and i think they were like in each greenhouse there was like 10 or 15 plants okay and then what they did is they actually had speakers in each greenhouse um <laughs> this is really interesting. <laughs> Except for one. One was silence. It was like the control. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other three, they had a <laughs> metal music playing, <laughs> like hardcore metal music. Yeah. Okay. And then in the other two, they had recordings of people saying in one bad language and like curse words and like derogatory stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, like praiseworthy words and like uplifting things. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they had this playing 24 hours a day. Everybody except for the the silence tent, okay? With these plants growing on the roof. And I think they did it for about 60 days, Mm okay? When they were done, they weighed the plants. They measured their height. They measured how many peas they had, how many pods, and how many peas in each pod, and all that stuff, okay? And the (laughs) results to me are fascinating, (laughs) okay? So let me just just real quick, okay? The, The plants that did the absolute best were the plants that were listening to metal music, metal rock music, <laughs> okay? You realize all, like, the, the heavy metal heads out there are like, I told you, yeah, man! Yeah, they're like, I knew it, right? Okay. <laughs> you gotta get real, man. A close behind, yeah. close second, was the bad language, te- or not the bad language tent, the praise tent. Interesting. Then third place, the bad language tent, and then way below, actually did the worst, was the tent that sat in complete silence, um, just growing like a normal plant does. Okay, so the Mythbusters were kind of like, this is crazy, we weren't expecting this, right? And they said, this is like their, their hypothesis, right, basically, or their guess is what's going on, is as if you're listening to anything, it's probably more stimulating than nothing, okay? Mm. Yeah. Um, but as far as why the metal tent did best, they're not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. So back to the original question, yeah. after I've rambled a little bit. Uh, what mental effects does listening to music have while you're sleeping? Um, something similar, I think. What do you think, Duncan? Uh, 
I think some metal effects have a great deal, <laughs> <laughs> a great effects on on you. Yeah. yeah, because when you're sleeping, you're basically a vegetable. Pretty much. Yeah. You're right. So you good as a carrot. So I imagine listening to music would affect you in some very interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess, this is my hypothesis, okay, of why the metal tent, the metal rock, like greenhouse tent, did the best out of all of them, is because it had lots of beats and lots of um, maybe like loud music, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that the plant thought that it was in like a windy environment or something like that. And maybe it yeah. needed to grow stronger because of that. So it sucked in more nutrients and more sunlight and more water just to grow bigger and stronger and healthier. Um, you think there's any science behind that? No, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I mean like heavy metal tends to be like really loud, lots of sound, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, if you're in the woods and like, you know, say you were a plant, you know, you're living on the ground and all you can hear it is just this rushing loud sound. Like y- what you would be thinking is like, oh, the other plants around me are like waving like crazy or something. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Or animals are running past me and I'm going to get trampled on. That's right. So what is the best option? Mm-hmm. Grow big and strong. Right. Or grow big and delicious and be Ooh. the first one eaten. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> a little gray area for you. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. But um, so I, th- I think on the vein of like sleep, like uh, deep sleep and, and shallow sleep. It yeah. It's uh, non-rapid eye movement and REM sleep, rapid yeah. eye movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. REM is the, the deepest sleep that you can have. Um, I think part of what... what, what um, well, what, sorry, um, what what gives you the best night's sleep possible is allowing your brain to shut down in in portions, right? Your your brain kind of takes yeah. turns at what part uh, what parts it, it turns off, and that's what makes dreams and stuff like that, right? Okay, yeah. Um, now if if there's music playing, especially s- music that's stimulating to your brain, then your brain's not going to be able to fully turn off, and your night's rest will be affected, right? Yeah. Um, does that make sense? I think so. Okay. Yeah. You follow? I follow. Okay. So a question for you. Yeah. What music do you want me to play while you're sleeping to stimulate your brain? I would <laughs> like classical. That would be nice. That's what I was thinking, the right? Metal would scare me. <laughs> I think it would. I I don't know. Like, mm. here's a question. Okay. If you're listening to some s- super scary, like, dubstep music or, like, techno, mm-hmm. is that going to, like, increase your heart rate and make you, like, more aware or is it going to, like, spend your energy all night long, and then when you wake up, you're going to be more tired? Mm. Or is it, like, it's going to get mm. you going, and so when you wake up, you're, like, yeah, ready for the day, because I'm already, like, my body's, like, alert, like, in <laughs> sync, you know, like, boom, boom, boom. I well, don't know. Well, so we, we were talking about heart rate, right, when you're listening to music. Yeah. Um, you, you were talking about if you could find a song that has a beat that matches, like, your heartbeat, like, the same, a healthy tempo for your heart. Um. I, we were thinking that eventually your heart would kind of match up with that beat. So it's long got as it to. Consistent, yeah, right? I think so. But eventually, it, like if if they cranked it up, and your heart was like, ah, what's going on? That would throw off like um, a dissonance, I think, within your brain, and you'd you'd probably wake up and be like, <sighs> stressed out, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, what what is happening? Yeah. I mean, throwback to uh, Tub Tub and Jub Jub. Right. You think about it, like white noise is good, like. Sleeping in Jeb Jeb's cave, you know, with the, and the the drip drip and the yeah, though. There we go. Yeah, that <laughs> that stuff and like the the wolves howling in the back, you know, it's soothing, right? Yeah. But as soon as you hear like 
footsteps outside your your tent or something or like wolves snarling or something then your brain is like something is wrong outside of my head wake up you dummy and (laughs) save yourself (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i think the same principle would apply with music so okay if um yeah so if i I feel like metal would get your blood pumping right Mm -hmm. and so if if it went from like calm classical to like you know like crazy you'd probably wake up and be like what is going on fight or flight like yeah <laughs> i'm ready to like kill that's a good something. point that's a good point because your body your body's conscious and and no conscience mm-hmm. no what am i saying i don't know a plant is not really thinking anything you are all right. night long you're thinking and you're dumping we talked about this you're dumping memories you're creating weird scenarios and stuff like that to kind of like relax and try your brain almost right i don't think a plant's doing that right yeah, not not necessarily. But now that I think about it, your body is not a hundred percent like that. There's not not everything in your body's thinking. Hmm. Like fair point. Like for example, the bacteria in your stomach, mm. which isn't even really a part of you, right? Yeah. Fair point. Like healthy bacteria that you need that's there that's doing important stuff. What what would happen when that hears the music? Would it mm. act like the plants and like? So if you listen to metal music all night long, would the bacteria in your stomach become more active? Kind of like the plant did and grow more, but instead it would start like digesting food faster. Probably. Well, I, did I just solve weight loss, Duncan? I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know the principle of like you you feel like you're gonna get sick and then you do because you felt like you were. Yeah. That that like I can't remember what that principle is called. Is it the placebo? No, it's not no. the placebo. I know what you're talking about, but I don't I don't know the name of it. Um. Well, Somebody's like screaming at their phone right now, <laughs> right. trying to tell us <laughs> some psychosomatic side effect of of like. Is so so if you're if you're listening to calm music, then your body's probably like relaxed, right? Mm-hmm. If you're listening to calm classical music, then you know the uh, your stomach is probably regulating bacteria as though you know you're settling down. You're not about to like eat something, right? Whereas um, if your if your body's getting stimulated, your mind's being stimulated. That means you're awake and you're burning way more calories. That means you're probably salivating and you're getting hungry, which probably stimulates those bacteria, you know, kicking that up a bit more. Um, d- does that make sense? Can we follow? can we do an experiment on this? Yes. Can we try this? <laughs> sure. Listeners, if you're willing, strap a speaker to your stomach mm-hmm. and play some heavy metal music, and we'll see you in 60 days. Tell us if you've lost some weight. Yeah. And if you have, slip us a... Twenty dollar bill, a hundy, a hundy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more bold than a twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundy will do fine. Somebody's yeah. got to have tested this already. Probably. I mean, it's it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would love to, love to see some some further research on this. I would too. So, if you're doing any research on this topic, make sure you put our names in the in the credits. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cite us. <laughs> <laughs> LA format. I just thought that was, that's kind of interesting, right? Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a good question. All right. Um, Let, should we uh, should we take a break real quick? Yeah. Let's take our first ever break. Okay, we'll be back in just a second. This week's episode of Hard Questions is brought to you by Miller's Fish and Chips in Haxby. That's right. Haxby near North Yorkshire, England. 
That's mm-hmm. right, Duncan. Have you ever heard of Miller's Fish and Chips? Heck yeah. Yeah, because they're sponsoring this episode. So, Miller's Fish and Chips have some of the best fish and chips in the world. And you want to know why? I'll in tell you world. what. In the world. Because they won the National Fish and Chips Award for the UK. Wow. Hey, in 2018. Congrats. In 2018. So yeah, special shout out to uh, Hacksby's Fish and Chips, and uh, thanks so much for sponsoring the podcast today. Yeah. So if you're ever out there in Hacksby, make sure you stop on by and get the world's best fish and chips 2018. That's right. You heard it here. Hard question podcast. Hard question podcast. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> After that brief message break, yeah, first ever. Wow. So um, let's uh, let's let's do another question. You want to do this one? Sure. Um. Uh, so, what skills and uh, activities are actually worthy of praise and fame? Do you think? Um, like s- such as like sports or good looks or humor or ability to act, paint, stuff like that. <sighs> Which ones are worthy of praise? Hmm. Is this like a? Hmm, I think a lot of this might be opinion, but mm-hmm. let's let's break it down a little bit more, okay, Duncan? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to let's give an example, sports, right? Sports are man's invention. They don't really accomplish anything, right? Like yeah. l- getting a hole in a basket, well, and maybe or a ball in a basket, you know? Yeah, like back in the day, you said maybe maybe they. W- were they were they were started by that like throwing a log move the log or something yeah like important important uh long jumping jub jub running away from <laughs> the saber tooth you right. know important like, yeah man that was wicked man <laughs> well, <laughs> i figured i'd do a jamaican <laughs> they're really good at that sort of stuff olympic stuff okay yeah okay i feel um letting and stuff nowadays <laughs> why what purpose do sports have um it's all stimulation based, right? It's all it's all about con. con uh, it's just an consuming. indulgence, really, right? right? Yeah. So, would that rank pretty low on actually having worth? Yes, like but I got to be careful because I know it will probably offend people. Yeah, but that. like if you step back, are sport sports really worth anything? Step back, step all the way back. Just go go to the moon, go to Mars, hitch a ride with Elon. Just <laughs> are are sports? Do they really have a purpose? Exercise, yeah, but you can just run and get great exercise yeah. without an audience too. Mind yeah, you. yeah. Um, <sighs> good point. I don't know. Well, and that goes goes for anything. Music. Well, what about um, like yeah? What about like achievements? For example, like a scientist doing super important stuff. You never. Ninety nine percent of scientists, you don't know their name. You don't know what they're doing, but they're changing this world. Why aren't they on ESPN mm. instead of football? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess my question here is, I'm kind of changing the question is what I'm trying to do. So basically, why do we praise indulgence rather than achievement? Mm. Well, I feel like we have to to see them as sort of the same thing, like on the same level. Okay. Like becoming a famous actor is important in a lot of people's eyes, like even more so, more important than discovering like... Uh, shoot, I don't know, new uh, chemicals or something, or new new medical technology. Or something okay. Like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I but where does it lead, Duncan? That's my question. Think about it like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said acting. Let's mm-hmm. let's relate acting. Let's let's put it in the ring with business. Okay. Um, business brings commodities to people. 
Right. Okay. And um, it allows people to live off of those commodities, like whether it be food or whether it be, you know, gasoline for your car or whatever it is. Acting, it, I guess it brings some happiness to people. Sure. But is that really worth as much as food? A quick laugh, is that worth as much as food? Is your nighttime television worth as much as your grocery store, Duncan? No. <sighs> well, why do we praise indulgence rather than achievement? Let me give you another one. Yeah. Okay. Um, sports versus science. Put them in the ring together. It's just like I was talking about. The sports in the end, not really going to bring you much other than like that, yeah, dude, he scored the goal. Mm -hmm. Science, look around you. Mm. Everything we have is <laughs> is based on, is like thanks to science. Thanks yeah. to scientists doing their job and getting no praise for it. That's we right. have every, like literally everything. Look, what around you has sports given you? I that smartphone in your hand was not created by actors. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good point. But so I feel like a lot of the the um, stimulating things that that uh, our society uses. It's about b building, like, camaraderie, right? Okay. So, like, sports is being part of a team or, like, a group or, like, an organization, right? Like, if you love golf, that's that's an individual sport. But you're still part of, like, the golf culture, right? Okay. Same with football. Same with acting. If you love acting, you follow, like, the actors, their lives, stuff like that. So it's a way to get together. Uh-huh. And so I, in that regard, it, it it's become an important way to, uh, I, I feel like, feel involved in something whereas otherwise you know okay so pretend like i'm five years old mm -hmm. explain to me like i'm five years old why would jub jub and tub tub need sports um well so i suppose if tub tub and jub jub had sports then that would build a a society that enjoyed being around itself and if they Kay. had fun enjoyed being you know enjoyed each other's company then perhaps they would have a, a bigger drive to to push to survive right? right i'm happy therefore i'm gonna forage more because i have more energy i feel like surviving as opposed to like i'm just a unit in a in like a country of <laughs> billions of people yeah like i just got a social security number yeah that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm a number <laughs> so yeah i mean you think about the indians the native americans like mm -hmm. they created um war games like lacrosse yeah stuff like that where they killed each other right right but it was it was part of com camaraderie, being part of a a, um, a, a group. Uh, a what am I trying to say? The I don't uh, know, a part of something. A, not a, a Native American group is called a tribe. There you go. A tribe. I, I didn't know that's what the word S you were looking sorry. for. I would have helped you. <laughs> no. no, no, you're good. I was I was trying to. I was <laughs> searching so hard. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, so in that regard, I feel like a social aspect is really important for for human society, but. Uh -huh. In today's society, that doesn't. I don't know. It's I'm hard. It's hard. I'm not. I'm not sure how much um, entertainment actually does for the world. Isn't that depressing? Another one I was thinking about is music versus versus like books and authors, mm -hmm. right? Uh, which is sad because we're musicians, mm -hmm. but is it really worth that much? Mm -hmm. I mean, it influences your emotion, but a book. Mm. gives you all kinds of knowledge that's like super important sure. but yeah. 
musicians are way more i mean <laughs> you didn't see you know live aid just with just a bunch of book authors reading passages from their books <laughs> right. it was a bunch of musicians right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i don't know that's oh, isn't that isn't that so interesting that we praise indulgence over achievement and it like is. progress almost mm -hmm. oh how it crazy really is that yeah um so this this question comes from our friend m Peterson, hmm. you know who you are. I already said yep. her name. But That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crap. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, <laughs> if you weren't paying attention, sorry. Uh, but Megan, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. I just choked on that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, if you don't agree with this, uh, let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, I would say something that is worth praise is something that you personally care about. You, the listener, care about. Yeah. If you're passionate about it and you you do it well. That deserves praise. Sure. I think so. I agree. Yeah. We've talked about this a little bit. Like that if it's important to you, then it's important. Yeah. Have we talked about that? Then does it, uh, yeah. If it's important to you, then does it really matter what other people think? If other people yeah. think it's important? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Fair point. That's a good deep question. I, get, I, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like it. I'm going to think about that one later. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Megan. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do, let's do another question. All right. Okay, Duncan. Um, this is also a good one <laughs> that, that came from MP. Um, you get unlimited funds to build your dream house. Where is it? What does it look like? Oh. Tell me about it. Run it. Run. <sighs> run me through. We talked a little bit yeah. about this, like episode three, I think, in mm -hmm. building materials or w whatever episode that was. Mm -hmm. um, but tell me a little bit more about your house. Where? Why? What? Oh man! I so when I was thinking about this, for some reason, my mind went immediately to like a cabin. Okay. <laughs> That's probably just telling more about like how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking like somewhere up in the Pacific Northwest, like in, in a really like kind of near the, uh, the Redwood forest. Okay. Like not too far from the coast where I can go into town and whatnot, but have like a, a pretty big sized house, maybe not. I don't want a massive house. Those are just too hard to maintain. Yeah. Um, but like, I want I want a nice kitchen that I could learn like to cook. <laughs> <laughs> like the double ovens, you know, like all that all that jazz. Yeah. And then my workshop would be like my most prized possession. That would be like outside next to my garages and stuff. Okay. Have my like my woodworking like table in there <laughs> lathes and routers and stuff like that and band saws and then i'd have my glass section where i do my glass work and then the, the listeners are tuning out right now i'm just like, kidding so <laughs> i'm loving it but they're just like eh, who can my hawk cage <laughs> on the side <laughs> your hawk master bedroom that's right master suite <laughs> it's up in a, it's a tree house that's what it is that sounds pretty legit duncan yeah do you have are you gonna have shag carpet Lots of shag carpet. No. All over the place, on the walls even. Imported marble <laughs> on everything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. So that's, that'll be like your base. That's, that's like your, uh, it's your foundation, basically. It's such just a cold marble. house. It would be, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yikes, yeah. And uh, maybe I'll put like the, the central heating unit, like or the heated floors in it. Oh, that, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's nice. I can dig that. What uh, about you? Sorry, I've rambled long. No, long. you're good. So for me, the first place I thought of when I, if I could have any, you know, build it anywhere, I went straight to New Zealand. Okay. And I'm just thinking, take like a, a mountain and dig into it 
Ooh. into the mountain. Okay, on like it's just a, a beautiful valley, valley in New Zealand, and then um, windows like carved in the mountain, so I can actually see outside, but I'm still in the mountain. Awesome. Okay, so I'm thinking it's like. Um, most of the temperature is like controlled already, you know, um, yeah, by the by being underground technically. But I want it to be on the side of a mountain, so like the windows like let in all the light. Mm. But I agree, huge workshop, car garage, and the biggest thing for me. This is why, you know, if unlimited budget or whatever, I would build like a road, essentially a racetrack around like the 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 valley in New Zealand, just totally ruin the landscape. Right, basically a racetrack road okay. that I can go drive my cars on, <laughs> and nice. and Noble. that and that makes it for me. And I would have various rooms that were just completely hundred percent mirrors on the inside. So you like mirrors. walk in and shut the door, and it's like floor, ceiling, walls, everything mirrors. And clowns in there. No clowns. We don't need that. <laughs> well, I don't really care for clowns, but not like like as big a piece of a mirror that I can get without like having to have two put together. Mm-hmm. So that might not be a huge room, um, but the d- house would definitely have to be built around it. Cause if I ever break one, then it's like, Oh well, crap. Now what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dig it out and start over, I guess. Or you make the mirrors in there, you know, you roll. The <sighs> yeah. That's right. That's pretty crazy. Mirror workshop. I'm just thinking a 20 by 20 room with, like floor to ceiling mirrors, floor mirrors, ceiling mirrors. Not like a mirror maze, right? That's kind of what I'm. No, envisioning. no, okay. just not a, a just a room that you can fun. go. No, just a room you can go in and pretend like you're tripping all the time, but you're really not like tripping on acid or something. That would be such a cool place to like shoot a music video. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know how you wouldn't get the camera in the video, but yeah. It's impossible. I don't. I gotta figure out a way to light the room without it like having too many like lighting fixtures. If so, like if in all like the corners of the room, like all the the creases, like between the wall and just the ceiling, just a really bright tube light, yeah, yeah, or something, and like on everything, like on all the corners. Yeah. Okay, I can dig that. And I also need at least one bathroom like that because that you're just sitting on the pot and you just like look down at yourself and back up at yourself and then up at yourself and back down at yourself. <laughs> you look up, you're like, look at that poop. You look down, you're like, look at those boogers in my nose. <laughs> Very flattering. Yeah. Uh, that that bathroom is for when you like forget your phone mm-hmm. and you have nothing else. Like, have you ever forgotten your phone when you go to the bathroom? You're like, oh, oh crap, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. It, that That's what that bathroom is for. You're like, you look, look, look at myself. Yeah. Wow. Except for not like that, just like, oh man, I'm tripping hardcore. Like, oh, you're just crazy. That'd be scary. Like, I feel like I'd get like, like crazy dizzy looking down like oh, I'm about to fall or something. Yeah. We should we should turn the podcast room into a mirror room. Let's do it. Hometown podcast room. Tanner's up there just not having fun right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's up there in his in his uh what's it called? Tree stand. S- tree stand yep. just spraying that deer pee all over the place. He's not happy. He's at like eight coats now. <laughs> That's right. Because you got to rub it in and let it dry and then reapply. That's right. Yeah. Mm, smells good, Tan. <laughs> Keep lathering. <laughs> you have anything else to say, Duncan? Uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> poor Tanner. Yeah, he smells terrible. <laughs> we love you, Tanner. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, well, if you have... Any topics that you would like to write us about, feel free to write to us at Hard Question Podcast. That's Hard Question with no S. Or 
check us out on our Instagram page. That's at Zenus the Band. That's Z E N O S the Band. And uh, make sure to uh, give us a like on this video and subscribe. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> 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 bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>